Has God ever told you to do something and you ran out of fear, insecurity, or whatever? Well, Jonah in the Bible did this. Are you running to or from God? We'll be talking about this in today's podcast. Beth Jones is an international speaker and author, wife to paramedic Ray, and mom of three beautiful daughters, Heather, Eden, and Leah. Beth also helps aspiring speakers and writers to share their unique message. Beth encourages women to use their gifts for God, fulfilling their purpose and living a life they love. Need a dynamic speaker for your women's conference, retreat, or online event? Contact her at bethjones.net. Well, hello, this is Beth Jones at bethjones.net, and thank you for listening to my podcast today. Today, we're going to be talking about the story of Jonah. Has God ever told you to do something and you ran away from him? You disobeyed. You might have done that out of fear, insecurity, or some other reason. And I want to read a few passages out of Jonah, but first I want to start with prayer. God, I just come before you in Jesus' name. I thank you for this day, even though it's overcast. It is a day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. I pray for your anointing upon me. I pray no tech issues, and I pray that this will bring encouragement and hope to the listener today. I ask this, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, in the book of Jonah, chapter 1, and I'm reading at the New King James Version, it says, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. Nineveh was a very evil city. They were doing very wicked things there. And it says, But Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Basically, Jonah was running away from God. And have you ever done that? Have you ever run away from God when he told you to do something? I believe we all do this. We all sin. We all fall short of the glory of God. And then it says, but the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea and there was a mighty tempest on the sea. So the ship was about to be broken up. Basically, it was like a hurricane on the water, a very bad storm. Then the marinas were afraid, and every man cried out to his God and threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten the load. But Jonah had gone down into the lowest parts of the ship, had laid down, and was fast asleep. Now, this is incredible to me. There's this horrible storm, and Jonah, who's running away from God, goes down to the bottom of the ship, and he falls asleep. But, you know, Jesus had done that, too, on a boat with his disciples. He had fallen asleep in the middle of the storm. So Jonah here is a picture of Christ, the difference being that Jesus was always obedient. So the captain came down to him and said to him, What do you mean, sleeper? Arise, call on your God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. So this captain is saying, Why don't you pray? Pray to your God and maybe he'll save us. And then they cast lots, and the lots fell to Jonah. And they said to him, Please tell him, for whose cause is this trouble upon us? What is your occupation? 
Where do you come from? What is your country and of what people are you? So he said to them, I am a Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. And then the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, why have you done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. Then they said to him, what shall we do to you that the sea may be calm for us? For the sea was growing more tempestuous. And he said, pick me up and throw me in the sea. Then the sea will become calm for you. For I know that this great tempest <clears throat> is because of me. And so they asked God to forgive them, and they did what he said. They threw him into the sea, and the sea ceased from raging. And then the men feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice to the Lord and took vows. And I thought this was amazing. Despite Jonah's disobedience, and maybe even because of it, these men became saved and feared the Lord. And it says, the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. And again, you can read that in chapter one of the book of Jonah. So God uses everything for his glory. Jonah was being disobedient. He was being rebellious, and he was running away from God. And despite that situation, and maybe even because of it, these men, these sailors became saved. And God used the storm and Jonah for his glory. So why was Jonah not wanting to go to Nineveh? Well, I've thought a lot about this. He was being disobedient. He was being rebellious. But in later chapters, it said he knew that God was going to be merciful and graceful. And he was not going to destroy the city of Nineveh after Jonah preached there. Now, after Jonah was in the belly of the fish, some people think it's a whale, but we don't know what kind of fish it was. It was just a very large creature that swallowed Jonah. God made it swallow Jonah when they threw him overboard. And while he was in there, he prayed. And I'm sure it was horrible. I'm sure, uh, like my husband Ray said one time, the fish probably dived way down deep into the ocean. And that probably caused him to get nauseous and vomit and dizzy. Can you imagine that fish swimming around in the ocean and being inside of there trapped? Uh, Ray said that there was probably even seaweed and other fish inside the belly. So he's probably smelling all the guts of the fish. That's just gross. But that's probably the reality of the situation. And it was likely very dark. So he didn't see anything. And of course, he didn't know if he was going to die or live. He probably thought he was going to die. So it was probably a terrifying experience. God had mercy on Jonah because God still wanted the good news preached to, to Nineveh. He did not want to destroy Jonah. He, he had chosen Jonah despite Jonah's stubbornness. And he wanted Jonah to be his messenger of truth. So he caused the fish to vomit Jonah out after three days after Jonah had prayed, recognizing his sin. So the fish spit him out on dry land and he did go to Nineveh. God will have his way. God is going to have his way. So we might as well just obey. But Jonah didn't want to do it. Why? Well, I believe there was pride involved, rebellion probably a lack of mercy and compassion because 
Later, he had compassion on the plant that sheltered Jonah, that God created for him to give him shade from the hot sun, but he didn't have compassion on the people of Nineveh. And God pointed this out to him, that he had more compassion for that plant than he did the wicked people of Nineveh. God never wants to destroy people. He never wants to send them to hell, no matter how evil they are. He loves everyone. He wants to save everyone. He wants to spend eternity with everyone. And he does not want people to go to hell. It is their choice to obey or disobey. But God winded up having mercy on that city because the king and they repented. The leader of the city repented. And the entire city repented with sackcloth and ashes. Jonah knew God was going to have mercy, and God did forgive them, and he did not destroy them. Jonah finally did preach to them in the end. But my question for you today is this. Are you running to God, or are you running from God? I believe time is very short, that we are in the end times, and that Jesus is coming very soon. And even if he tarries 50 years, 100 years, we still have this one life to live. And God desires that we have that relationship with him, that intimate relationship with him, and that we obey his word. So whatever problem you're having in your life, whatever issue you're struggling with, whether it's a sin issue or it's a relationship struggle, maybe you're struggling, suffering in your health, maybe someone you know is a prodigal, Maybe you're having a lot of financial problems and money is just so tight and you don't know how you're going to pay the bills or buy food this week or pay the light bill or pay for your car or mortgage. Whatever it is, God can help you. So are you turning to him? Are you running from him? Today, let's make a decision that we are not going to be like Jonah and run from him. We are going to be obedient servants of the Lord. And that's my encouragement to you today, to obey the Lord, to run to him with whatever your need or your struggle or problem is. So I pray this blessed and encourage you today. Remember that if you're afraid, God can help you with that fear. I have a friend right now whose husband is having a health issue, and I'm praying for her to be strong and mighty in faith. Whatever your need is, Jesus Christ is the answer. Turn to him. If you don't know him, ask him to be your Lord and Savior. Ask him to forgive your sins, and he will do that, and your name will be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. This is Beth Jones at BethJones.net. If you want some encouragement this week, I am having a virtual fireplace cocoa chat on Wednesday, November 16th at 1 p.m. Central Time. That is at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. You can go to my website at betjones.net and see it there under the coaching tab. Again, it is called Virtual Fireplace Cocoa Chat. So I would love to have you join me and other women of God. There's no training. There's no homework. We're just getting together as women of God to encourage each other, to pray for each other, and just to gather together as God's beautiful daughters. I will talk to you later. Have a blessed and beautiful day or night. This is Beth Jones at BethJones.net. My Amazon author page is Amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Bethem Jones. Thank you.
Beth Jones is an international speaker and author, wife to paramedic Ray, and mom of three beautiful daughters, Heather, Eden, and Leah. Beth also helps aspiring speakers and writers to share their unique message. Beth encourages women to use their gifts for God, fulfilling their purpose and living a life they love. Need a dynamic speaker for your women's conference, retreat, or online event? Contact her at bethjones.net.